How's your summer going, Matt? I don't know. I thought we were supposed to talk about funny shit, not depressing shit. Well, you know the funny part of your brain and the depressing part of your brain are right next to each other. No, it takes more muscles to smile than to hang yourself. (laughs) 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 Which, incidentally, was not... (laughs) Incidentally, that quote did not make me very popular to the yearbook committee. (laughs) Lounging. Lounging is ruining this podcast. Mm. It is it's a proven track record of ruining this podcast. Well, I have lounged for a lot of episodes, and we have had a lot of bad episodes, but I don't know that correlation equals causation here. Didn't you even listen to Belle Biv DeVoe? Lounging is poison. Like, how is my body language affecting his jokes is the thing I'm wondering, Ben. Like, how how would me sitting up make Matt Kessler funnier? That's really... Well, I, I don't want to say this on the air, except I always do because I need the attention. But I've installed 18 hidden cameras in the podcast room. Hmm. Well, what? Only three in your actual the- room. The other 17 are spread throughout other mysterious podcast locations. Matt, you just set up a huge VCR... T- Tape to VCR camera that's not very hidden. We just kind of humor in you that we don't see it. How is he getting the tape? So you're not actually playing jump rope while you record these podcasts? Let's play. We played jump rope once and we've just been looping that tape for the past six months. Oh shit! I've just been speeded. So what happens in the movie Speed? Yep, uh, Count Reeves jumps rope and that confuses the terrorist. And that's how uh, Sandra Bullock is able to uh, get trapped in space, I assume. Because of that movie Gravity, which he's in, coming out in theaters this October. I'm so glad we finally got some uh, some sponsorships. <laughs> this podcast was already paying off comedically, but now it's paying off financially. And that's... And someday, this podcast is going to pay off spiritually. We should you know mention, what I'm saying? We should mention the big our, man? Other, our other sponsor, um, Cars. Uh, buy a car. Oh, not not the <laughs> not movie the cars. No, the cars. thing you drive. This podcast is brought to you by lowercase. Have you C considered? Cars. Have you heard the good news about car? No, buy but... car. <laughs> is that the good news? <laughs> you can buy yes. one. Good news. Buy one today. Get car. Get car. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite purple Pokemon. Get car. Get car evolves into. Buy a Ford. Can I just say... Hmm. Can I just... Can I just say... Please, can I just say that following the Homestar eBooks Twitter feed has markedly improved my life. Yeah. Like, easily Dude. 15 to 25%. No joke. I was watching Homestar Runner, like... I hit the random button on that website and was watching it last night and just thinking about you. Just thinking about how much I wish you were there watching it with me. And that's, and that's it's true just so it's good. our generation's Monty Python's Flying Circus. Just let's let's just come out and say it. It I, is dude, Mr. Show for the millennials. Uh, it's our generation's the Bible. How about that? It's it is our generation's uh, all dogs go to heaven. It is our generation's 
Generate. Fuck, I tried to think of something with the word generation. Sonic generation. It's our generation, Sonic generations. I'm sure I mean, can, it is definitely. Tighten that into yeah. something workable. Everyone's going to be like, wow, that was a good joke. Damn, he just made. Why are they talking about Gotta like, go fast on these it. jokes. I didn't actually edit it. It was that good. You heard it right the first time. Like Sonic the Hedgehog, jokes got to go fast. You know what? Like me, connecting Godding to go fast with comedy and saying <laughs> it. Godding to go fast. John Godding to go fast. That's Well, you can't John Gotti go fast because they buried him in the ground alive. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, they bury everyone in the ground eventually. Unless you're well, on you, Thompson. They don't bury the burn ones. Which is incidentally the new enemy in my D&D campaign. <laughs> <laughs> the burned ones. <laughs> they don't go in the ground. <laughs> the burned ones. Jokes. I'm thinking about supporting that uh, oh. fucking Shadows of the Eternals Kickstarter. Why? Do you just... I mean, at this point, it's gone full circle, right? <laughs> now I'm just feeling sorry now for I'm them. Like, now I'm all along for the ride. I want to see where this fucking thing goes. I mean, it's totally... I mean, you would think that... Being associated with Dennis Dyack, you could not start from a worse position. But then they fail the Kickstarter. Their head creative guy gets arrested on those pedophilia charges. Like it's gone full circle. I feel sorry for them now. I don't. I don't loathe them. Maybe, I don't, that's, maybe that's partially what it is. It's also mostly that I want them to make another uh, fucking Eternal, Eternal Darkness Lord. video game. Oh, I thought you were going to say you wanted Twin Snakes too. Ooh, Double Twin Snakes 2, Triple Snakes. Twin Snakes 2, Metal Gear Solid 3. Ugh, never mind. Don't some people I'm, I'm, I'm hate Twin Snakes? Really? That game's good. I think people say, like, mechanically it's sort of... I mean, it's just... It, there was two things. It was first off that it was Metal Gear Solid 2 gameplay just sort of forced into MGS1. You're goddamn so right none of those new features were taken advantage of, like hiding in lockers... Like, hiding enemies. You could hide enemies in lockers, but the game was still designed in such a way that it was all about not hiding guys in lockers. So, it just made it really easy. And then I think some people didn't like that they changed, like, accents on the voice actors or what have you. Mm. That voice reads got a little different. The only thing I remember being fucked up about that game is that it was on a GameCube controller, so, like, there were no pressure-sensitive face buttons. So, if you pulled out your gun, you couldn't put it down without firing easily. I think maybe there was some, like, ridiculous arcane combination of, like, you hold Z, squeeze both triggers, and press, like, Y and A at the same where, time while holding Where do you guys stick. stand on the GameCube controller? It's good as hell. I like it. Positive, but not super positive. I feel like mine broke a lot. I don't... A, even no though my... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, the GameCube controller was alright, but to me, my, my one of my favorite controllers of all time is the Wavebird wireless GameCube yeah. controller. That thing was fucking good as hell. Perfect. I'm just, you know, my first console was an N64, right? I'm as deep into the Nintendo hole as one as a human could possibly be, but I just do not like that GameCube controller. I think I'll the C stick is bullshit. I yeah. don't really like the shape. I'm not a big fan of the triggers. Just not a. I, I get there are situations where all the different size buttons will make sense, but I'm just I'm not a big fan. I, yeah, I it, it is weird. Friends. It's just. 
Like, when I say I like it, I mean I like it because it's comfortable, but design-wise, it's, like, really, really strange. Also, and, and this is coming from a person the name who, of my Mario and Luigi slash fiction. And this is coming from a person who could still pick up that fucking three-pronged N64 controller and be like, no, this, this totally makes sense. This is a viable option, and when I'm done with it, I can take it outside and use it for raking. Can we just, can we just, what the fuck were they thinking making a controller with three things to hold on to? That's, the National Enquirer probably ran some stories about I mean, it. It's, like it's the, it's most the only controller in history where you, there are literally multiple ways you can hold it. Mm-hmm. Like, You've you never could seen go me hold wide. an Xbox controller. How, how but, are other ways you can hold an Xbox controller? I mean, you could go wide. You could literally just cup your hands around the whole thing, like a supple pair of bosoms, but you're not going to hit the Z button. A pair you of could bosoms. go inside each of the gaps, but you couldn't get to the L button or the D-pad, which ended up being fine because... No video game worth of shit used the L button, and that D-pad was bad. Like a pair of bosoms. <laughs> you know what's fucked up to think about? Matt, you probably don't care, but Ben, the, uh, the new Smash Brothers game, you won't be able to use GameCube controllers, because it's a Wii U game. Huh. So I mean, the, the Wii U gamepad thing should work. All right. They're just going to emulate yeah. a GameCube controller on the touchscreen, so... Perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> Is that really fucked up? The march of progress? Yeah, the it's forwards. really fucked up. Do you know what's really fucked up? Is you couldn't pl- you plug in a SNES controller into your N64. Do you know what's really fucked up? We're all going to be dead in like f- zero to 70 years. Zero to 70. That is a... That is a... An estimate that I think is slightly... If you're listening to this soon, positive. well, relatively soon in the span of the universe, you're, people won't even remember your name. I mean, you want... I mean, yeah. even 50 years tops, but yeah, I mean, like, true. Ben, like, I, I read about the Elephant Man. I'm saying you've got eight minutes tops. Tops. Before your body just seizes up from difficulty and just falls into the sea. There's no place I would want to spend it more than recording this podcast with you. I'm sorry I implied that you were going to die in eight minutes. I'm, a ca- I'm the violinist on the Titanic right now, and I'm going to stay and play one last song. <laughs> Gentlemen, about was Waluigi an honor goofing getting, with you. Getting sex to... Jokes. Tell me, tell me, riddle me this, and maybe I'm misremembering. Is Waluigi, and I think I'm wrong, I'm like, I'm like, I, I'm 30% sure that I'm right about this. Waluigi just English? says his own name over and over, right? He doesn't speak English. <laughs> no. Speak English or Japanese, it's just... I mean, they don't have a lot of dialogue, but I think it's... They mostly just laugh, and... I mean, they're basically ah. moms. Waluigi, ah, ah, ah. Yeah, that's that. like... His iconic quote is oh. his own name, and then three grunts. He says, no, no, oh, he says, uh-uh, Waluigi time. Okay, so he knows two words, Waluigi and time. Uh-uh, and, uh, it's, and like, it's like the diving bell of the butterfly. He's going to write an entire novel using just Waluigi Ooh. and time. It's beautiful. Do you think he developed, like, a twin language with regular Luigi? <laughs> no, because they're on opposite sides of the same coin. It's It's... It's the two-headed Janus, except one Luigi looks forward, and the other Luigi looks into the asshole of the past. The past hole. A.K.A. Wario's butt hole. <laughs> Just a regular butt hole. Uh, I want to rank. Rank the Marios. Being Mario, Luigi. in general? Oh, I mean, we'll start with the, just in general, and then move on to buttholes. Number and keep one. in mind, Princess Peach is not Mario, they're not married yet. So you're just talking, you're talking about Mario, Luigi, Waluigi, Wario. 
Yes. Yoshi doesn't count. Wario is a uh, Mario, is what you're telling me. Toad is not a Mario. I guess if Luigi... Is Baby is Mar- Luigi and Baby Mario Marios, or are they the same as Mario and Luigi? No, we're, we're, we're living in a reality where Baby Mario and Baby Luigi grew up, and okay. not the the timeline history, which is that they died and the Yoshis cloned their DNA, well, but the only way they could harness that DNA was to send it to the human world, and that's why the Yoshis built the pipe system. It goes Waluigi, Luigi, Wario, Mario. In from best to worst. Best to worst. You would put Waluigi over Luigi. Oh fuck, that's really challenging. I mean, I mean, I, can we just do a whole episode debating this? <laughs> like, I'm serious. Like, this is a really. I mean, let's be clear. Mario's clearly the fourth spot. Fuck yes. well, Mario. Yeah, I think that's all... that's the easy one. Yes. But then it's if that's Princess like... Peach was on this list, she would be above Mario because yeah. she can float. I'm actually. I think Wario might be number three. Is that yeah. what you said? Yes. And right, I think it's the two the top spots that are the gosh. the problem ones. I, the problem so, with Waluigi is that he's, n- he's never been in a good video. Yeah, game. that's the thing. Well, Mario Tennis. Um, he's never. And, uh, well, Mario Power Tennis. That's yeah. such a fucking. That's such a gamer thing to do that you guys would dismiss Waluigi just because he's never been in a good video game. Well, that's don't say you guys first of all because I put you him at the top. Sorry, I'm not. A, you I'm not a comic book man who's able to look past bullshit. Well, I, the Waluigi comic books have all been fucking great, so. <laughs> Suck on that. You write those and hand those out of the corner of mission. Right? <laughs> yeah, I do. Issue yeah. one is called "Suck on that." <laughs> hey, friend, have you heard the good issue news? Well, we just back the Nintendo hole. <laughs> issue three is called "Time," aka Wario's butthole. Listen, <clears throat> while Luigi's become unstuck in time. Uh huh. Yeah, go get him, <laughs> big boy. Go through time, save Waluigi, or else he's gonna fuck up Napoleon and that shit. Like fuck him, like like fuck him up, like hurt him. No, just hit him with a sex racket, and then <laughs> I really want there to be a comic. Waluigi goes through time and and completely just annihilates the timeline that we know and love by just so hitting. Waluigi is the rabbits of the Mario universe. I think so. Okay. They're just cosmic fuck-ups. Out of all the characters in Mario Party, like, playable characters, you know... So you're including Drive Core cast plus, you know, a, a Donkey Kong and a... What about uh, moving Piranha how many playable characters Well, yeah, are. I know there's, like, King Boo and Paratroopa and oh, all those guys. King I'm Boo. including any one of those right. you can Wait, King Boo? What's the question? Let's get to the question. Which one would you want to live with as a roommate? Oh, Birdo? Man. Okay. Not, not touching that. Um, what? Literally. Three eggs. <laughs> Shit, he's got a point. Shit, I guess the answer is burning. And you thought it was gonna be some fucking Captain Rainbow bit? Fuck you! I don't care. Um, I I don't know. I respect Birdo. I think I like I like Toad a lot. Yeah, yeah. you think he'd be, he'd pay rent on time? Obviously, he seems responsible. Yeah, but he'd pull your shit out of the ground. Yeah, really, really fast, fast and really hard. <laughs> So he would disappear. your vegetable garden. I mean, he's like, hey, could you pull that cable out? Oh no, you disconnected the power system and pulled out the fuse box from the basement of the three story apartment building. Who lives on the other stories? I like this fiction here. Uh, uh, Pablo and his son, Ricky. So I got two uh, questions. And the bottom <laughs> floor is uh, Tiny and Dixie Kong. They're roommates while they're finishing college. Sounds they're sophomores. Hot. 
hot co-ed. No, no, they're just friends. They just they just get along because they both do the twirling thing with their hair. Oh, you know they do. Um, who? So which which Mario characters would be the best roommates, and which Mario characters would be the worst roommates? Donkey Kong would be the worst. I mean, like with each other. Name two. Oh, oh, you know who'd be really shitty? Who? Uh, Baby Mario and Bowser. I actually think that would be like a fun little like dad. Like, single dad sitcom. Bowser Bowser. doesn't have time for that shit. Guess what Bowser's eating for dinner on day one? (laughs) Flame broiled baby. Do you think Bowser steals Mario and baby Mario with the intention of eating them? Nah. I've never seen him. Has Bowser ever eaten anything in any Mario game? He probably ate, like, some sort of fucking... I feel like there's got to be some contemporary candy. Mario game where he eats like some sort of has he new tried eating ghost mushroom? Room and turns into Ghost Bowser or some shit. What about Cloud Bowser? That'd be pretty fucked up. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. You think Bowser has a bucket? <laughs> um, I think the worst roommates would be Wario and Donkey Kong because they're both they're both like so machismo that it just like neither one would back down. Yeah. I mean, the problem is that Donkey Kong is lazy. Wario's an entrepreneur. You know, he, he's making companies, he's making game consoles, Plus, he's a designer. Plus, like garlic, and Donkey Kong's not down with that. But okay, Donkey Kong just spends all day fucking bananas. Whoa, that's... Once again, I think that's some extended universe stuff. I don't know that we can say... Did you even read the novels? Not yours, I mean, no. I mean, if you've never read Donkey Kong... Uh, a quest for the golden booty like I'm not even interested in having this conversation with you if you can't get on the fucking level is the quest the level being galloping gangplanks the boat is a horse so you think it's the lounging that's doing this jokes Matt Kessler what's your favorite fruit I like apples yeah yeah yeah, but only apples. Like, if I eat a grape, I will get hives. If I eat, like, a, a grapefruit or a banana, like, I'll get the plague. If I eat, you know, like, cherries or... Not cherry tomatoes, obviously, but, you know, like, raspberries. Most other kinds of fruit, I get spiders. Do you... <laughs> get Do you like a green apple or a red apple? Uh, you know, when I was young, I needed to go green. I needed my it's apples like to kick me in the face. we gave an question about what apple he likes. When I was young, <laughs> the dictionary defines apple as those oranges with the stems on them. I, I the think, I think Martin Luther time. King would have liked green delicious apples the most. Granny. Granny delicious. <laughs> That's grandma to you, buddy. Wait, is it really called granny delicious? No. No, it's Granny Smith. And Granny Smith. Mm, and I Fuji. combined them into the, just this, this, this. You corrected him by combining it into something. You that lost was so many sec- points on this fucking SAT writing section, bro. Guess where you're going to school? Where? Where? A big hole. <laughs> He's gonna throw you in a hole. That's your college education. Oh, if you get out of the hole, we'll give you a bachelor's. I don't feel like there's a lot of upward mobility. The only alumni is Batman. <laughs> Hey, yo, Matt, let me tell you something. On my flight back from from Tokyo, I sat next to this Japanese woman who immediately ordered a beer. This was like like 9 in the morning. She ordered a beer, loaded up the Dark Knight Rises, and just watched the scenes with Bane in them and fast-forwarded through all the other scenes. That's some real shit right there.
Did you talk to her? Um, I, I talk, if you mean, I didn't <laughs> talk to her, but I did give her a wedding ring. Is that what you mean? <laughs> did you have like like an emotional connection? Like like did you did you speak to their souls? Did no, you? No, but I thought about, and this is something I spent a lot of my flight thinking about. Would it fuck with someone? Because we're both watching movies on like the screens on the back of the seats. How much would it fuck with somebody? If they picked a movie, and then you picked the same movie and, like, fast-forwarded to catch up with them and, like, synced it up without saying anything. No, you're like, 30 no, seconds ahead. But the, I think the way you would complete... <laughs> That's so much worse. <laughs> I think the way you would complete that is if it's synced up, but you watch on their screen. Like, <laughs> you just say, I can't watch on my screen. Yeah, you keep your headphones in, but you turn down the brightness on your screen all the way and just, like... Don't you don't cuddle up next to them? Actually, I think you go the other way. I think you just like sneak glances off their screen. You laugh but when each they glance laugh. is like a little too long. Like cry when they cry. like you're waiting to accidentally make eye contact, and then you make eye contact, and then you take a deep breath for five seconds <gasps> and count it one, and then five seconds later you quickly look away. Like you, the reaction is just hit your mind. Hmm, that's elaborate. <laughs> I've thought this through. I'm good. Have you seen any good movies lately, Matt? Fuck. Ask me. I saw, like, so many good movies. Between, like, the 24 hours I spent on a plane in the past week, I've seen every good movie. And one bad one. The Hitman? I didn't watch the film Hitman. No, I didn't. <laughs> I heard that was good. Roger Ebert gave it three stars. Didn't make it to Hitman. Is that true? About Rog? It's true. It was... Did Rog give said that movie three it, stars? Rog. That's what I yeah. call him. Rog. Rog Burt. <laughs> Not Rock. to be confused with Dogbert. No. <laughs> totally hated it. Who hated it, man? <laughs> um, what did you see in a play? Shit. Okay. I saw... I just, like, did this weird thing where I only watched, like, super mainstream Hollywood comedies. I just wanted to soak in as much Americana as possible. So, so tell I us about Grown Ups. Um, I didn't watch the movie Grown Ups. Um, I More like did... grown ups. Ah, that's the singer. Ro- More like grown throw ups. Robert would have loved that grown ups joke. Um, I watched the film Bridesmaids, which is fucking excellent. Like yes. so good, good as hell. Yes, I don't know. It, it just seems like Hangover with some fucking chicks. Don't you know you what dare. I'm saying? Up don't top, you dare. <laughs> that's I. I heard so many people say that that I actually didn't watch it for a long time, and it's it's so good actually. Like just so many weird qu- like okay. It's called Bridesmaids, but the wedding scene, I like, lasted, like, three minutes, maybe? Whereas, like, there's this weird, extensive, like, 15 to 20 minute scene where they're on a plane. Like, so much of the movie yeah. feels really improv and just... Yeah. It's just fucking good. I've never seen that vibe before. Seems like Ghostbusters with a bunch of fucking chicks, am I right? <laughs> like, what? Christian Wig busted ghosts? Yeah, where did I see that before? Oh, right, it's when the men took care of it. <laughs> wait. wait, wait. <laughs> you saw Kristen Wig busting ghosts when the men were doing it? Well, I mean, that's how I interpreted the movie. Which which one was Kristen Wiig? Tell me it was Harold Ramis. Uh, no, Kristen Wiig is the... Uh, Ernie Hudson. I, you know, in hindsight, that is true. Bridesmaids was... It was just fucking... You know what it was? It was just fucking Mean Girls, but with an all-female cast. It was just all Bullshit. dogs go to heaven, but with all women. I don't know. It's pretty much Schindler's Wisp with, with a bunch of fucking bras. Am I right? Jokes. Hey, yeah. what was the last video game you played? 
I don't know, you dumb dork. No, I've been. Let's see. So I, I got a new computer, which is exciting. I'm no longer oh, oh. playing video games on a laptop. You've been uh, you've been streaming some stuff, right? Yep, yep. Just trying to practice. I mean, my big bottleneck is that we don't have great internet here, mm. uh, and that's good. It's yet one more reason to try and get out of this place. But uh, yep, trying not to let that stop me. Trying to stream some stuff, but mostly. Just, just catching up, like I beat Tomb Raider. Uh, oh, what did you think of the game Tomb Raider? I thought it was a really solid third-person shooter wrapped around a bad story, which means it was a good video game. It just happened to not have a good story, which, spoilers, m- most video games don't have good stories. Yeah. So the part where it was just a really good shooter with a character that did things that sometimes seemed unrealistic, but were mostly okay enough. Yeah, that ending's and, just no good, huh? Like, that nope. ending was just a real fucking swing and a miss, huh? You know, but, you know, at the same time, it's not like Last of Us doesn't avoid being a fucking video game. It just, it contains the video game stuff away from the parts where it's really amazing. So that works out. Just right around right around the fact that it's a video game. Man, I've been thinking about... You know the whole... So I think it was, it was fucking... It was Phil Fish, actually, who tweeted, like... He's like, hey... I think it was... All right, so the Spec Ops dude... Man, this is getting really... Some heady, ludonarrative dissonance talk real quick. But um, the Spec Ops some guy... Some dark said, subtweets. He said some... The, the Spec Ops writer said something about, like... He gave a speech at GDC about, like... He's like, all right, stop... Like, if you're going to write characters who kill hundreds of dudes, don't ignore the fact that they kill hundreds of dudes. Like, write... Like, write that socio- sociopathy. Damn. I want to start this all over. So- sociopathy? Is that type of medicine? Um, the guy who wrote Spec Ops Line um, said that, like... He said a GDC or something, some shit about... Uh, don't ignore the fact that your character killed 900 dudes over the course of this game. Like, make that a part of their character and make it so that they're written like a sociopath and they actually devolve over the course of it, like, in Spec Ops. But I feel like you can kind of only do that once. And then Phil Fish said some shit on Twitter, like, a couple months ago that was like, how about instead of writing around the fact that you kill 900 dudes, what if you just stop making games about mass murderers? Um, and I, I think I feel that a little bit, but this is actually a segue into a really, really weird point that I don't know if anyone else is going to feel me on. Um, there's this thing that I noticed watching all those back-to-back, like, Judd Apatow-produced movies, which is that I feel like a lot of comedies... Basically, every comedy that isn't Adventure Time has this weird obsession with conflict. And it, you know what I mean? Like, there's always some frustrating misunderstanding going on. Are you telling me that Adventure Time doesn't have conflict and misunderstandings? Like, it has the realest no, it, it conflict. Really, it, I swear to God, it, 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 they, like, circumvent mm. generic. Let me, let me finish. They, they circumvent, like, those cartoon. Like, every episode of fucking SpongeBob or whatever is about, like,. These characters like in a frustrating situation, and it's like ah, I get it. It's funny because it's frustrating. Whereas Adventure Time, like that's not they frequently circumvent that. Like I watch also, I watch horrible bosses on the plane. That whole movie is back to back, like irritating hijinks where characters are trapped in a situation and they're like, oh, how are we gonna deal with this? And like that's not what the I. The situation like. isn't the comedy. The yeah. comedy is. Deliver the, the situation is the vehicle that delivers the comedy. Yeah, the I, conflict is the vehicle. The conflict is why these characters are going to be doing these jokes and stupid things. I guess and Adventure I, Time has just as many conflicts. Not as just any as many. You're completely insane. Because like, okay, here's a great example from Adventure Time. Actually, um, there's a scene where this bear is like imitating Finn and following him around and pretending to be him, 
and Finn wakes up in the middle of the night and sees the bear doing this, like, pretending to be human in a mirror and shit, and, like, he goes and wakes Jake, and he's like, Jake, this bear is, like, he's wearing all my clothes pretending to, to be me. you got to believe me. And Jake's like, what? And he's like, no, you really, like, you need to believe me. this is true. He's like, oh, okay. Like, he's like, I believe you, dude. I just don't see what the big deal is. And, like, to me, that is a million times cooler and more interesting. But there's a conflict arisen by a bear doing something that's putting Jake off. A little. Also, it's like the worst. It's like one of the worst episodes of that season. Which is not to say that it's bad, but the best. But you know, the best episodes of the past two seasons, which have been, you know, some of the best episodes of television that one could hope for. Those best episodes arise, you know, arise from conflict. It's just that the action is not the juice; it's the emotional conflict. Yeah, yeah. And, but, and I think Ben, you're right in that uh, the conflict is a totally decent framing device for a comedy. I just, I feel like a lot of times it is there in place of, com- like, Horrible Bosses fucking sucked for me, because the whole movie is frustration instead of jokes, instead of frustration supporting jokes. Like, it, it, it's a really, really common thing where they're like, like, for me, what's funny about a scene in a comedy is never, oh, they're in this crazy situation, how are they going to get out of this one? It's like the, the actual dialogue and conversation and shit like that. Like, well, that's because you, like you like the hangout shit. You, yeah, yeah, you like yeah, a bunch of characters who are just going to... It's you know. that's something that I've heard Anthony Birch talk a lot about, is like, there should be more media that is... Like, I think the way he put it was like, he always wanted to watch Buffy, but just watch the characters hang out, but instead some bullshit always springs up and they have to go deal with some bullshit, and it's like, mm, that's not... The only way to tell a story. Just like the only way to tell a story in video games isn't a game where you murder. That's why he made a video game where you murder thousands of people. (laughs) Single-handedly, according to you, I guess. Well, I mean, sometimes you play co-op, but mostly it's you. (laughs) (laughs) I I really... I don't know that he was in a position where he could have written a Borderlands 2 where you killed three people. No, of course not. That'd be interesting. But but the point being that, you know, he's part of the the machine he's criticizing. Mm, yeah, I feel like um, that would also. He hard. works for Gearbox, so he's part of the shittiest machine. Um, that's my favorite level in Duke Nukem Forever. The shit machine. I hate shit machines. Puzzles. <laughs> Do you remember the part where um, he plays pinball and he says, I've, "This has been a couple years, so I can't totally remember," but I think he says, "I've got pinballs of steel yes. or something." Which and when you and when you're both said balls of steel, maybe don't. And but it gets better when you lose a ball. He says, "I've got balls of fail." Oh me, oh my! Has any care? Has any company torpedoed their own goodwill faster and more impressively than Gearbox? Like, mm, like the I, Gearbox of. I mean, the thing with the that original Borderlands game is like. There was every chance that was going to be the last Gearbox game. Like, they made these critically acclaimed World War II shooters and a bunch of really terrific PC ports and expansions, and no one cared. Like, except for critics and a very small handful of players. Like, everything about Borderlands seemed like just no one was going to care. No one thought that game was going to be a hit. No, the f- first time I heard about Borderlands at all in a positive light was on like Giant Bomb. Yeah, like I and, didn't came, know and it was video game, and it was so certainly rough. But you know, it was two thousand nine, and it just executed on concepts that a lot of games just hadn't gone right, mixing RPG elements with shooter elements, and it ended up having a weird style, and it ended up being genuinely funny in certain points, especially some of that DLC. It it couldn't have been 
a more deserving company to hatch a big hit. The kind of hit that could yeah. save your company. Isn't there a... There's kind of a weird thing, too, of, like, developers who are... They're fucking... They have no hope. Like, the whole thing where, like, Final Fantasy is called right. Final Fantasy because it was going to be the last Square Enix game. Like, it seems like it's you can make better games when you're... I, you have a gun in your head. Like, I've when been everything's on the line. I've been replaying Game Dev Story, and it all came down to a Game Boy game that I was making my company I was like I had $13 after like finishing development on the game yeah. and if it didn't sell well I was going to have to start a new game do you remember what the game was called that you made uh, it was a ogre RPG and it was called Yorgre it was like Y-O-U-G-R-E that's on concept you, you are the ogre yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> And then I have they some really good titles. Hold on, I want to pull out my phone because I have some really good right. titles. And then oh. they ruined it. Like, can you ask for? I mean, you know, however people feel about Borderlands Two, like I don't think it's very funny, and I don't think it's particularly stands out in the you know because I think gameplay standards have evolved since then. But whatever, plenty of people like Borderlands Two, but Duke Nukem Forever and Aliens Colonial Marines, like. That shit is fucking unforgivable that a company <laughs> pretended that that was acceptable. Okay, I think I think Duke Nukem Forever is semi-acceptable, semi-forgivable, in that they were inheriting a really kind of complicated and shitty situation. So at least that one, there was, like, extenuating circumstances. But they chose to inherit it. They, they, um, a company... I, I always get uncomfortable when I, when, when we talk about game developers as a they, like, they're one sort of, like sort of uh, monolithic thing slash person who makes But I'm, I'm similarly uncomfortable like putting it all on you know maybe the, uh, like I don't want to think that what's his face? Pitchford. Uh, Pitchford yeah is some sort of mastermind behind the company's success because he didn't design Borderlands like he made the level everyone remembers from Duke Nukem 3D if the rumors are true that he made uh, uh, Hollywood Holocaust uh, but it's not like he's the reason those games are great. But if he's making the purchasing decisions, he sa- he walked up to the shit store and saw the shit for sale, and he could have he could have walked, he could have went home, and he said, "No, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take the shit, and I'm going to take it into my well, house but this was like, and share it with piece my children." Of shit that had been missing for like 15 years. It was an eagerly anticipated piece of shit that people. It was a it was a guaranteed hit piece of shit in a lot of people's eyes. Is it simply getting that piece of shit out the door to a lot of people would have was a. Uh, a I, I don't actually yeah. have a great concept of how well that game sold. Oh, I'm not saying it did well. I'm just it saying it didn't sell well. Um, it, it underperformed. I'm just saying, like, I'm saying, like, 2020 hindsight, it, it didn't sell well. But and, uh, and the most unforgivable thing is that. Or maybe it's the most forgivable thing is that I thought that game was just going to be fine, mediocre. Mm. But that game rises below mediocrity. But it's not like, good for them. It's not offensively bad, though. Well, no, I don't it know. is offensively bad. It's not like one of the worst games ever. It's just completely forgettable. I, I think I it's worse than forget. I think I, it's memorably shitty. How much of it did you play? I played. Let's see. Played the tutorial. Drew shit. Got the blowjobs. Uh, I guess or it's, I guess it's just one blowjob, uh, and played you know Halo, combat armors for pussies, all that shit. That's all. Just, like the, that's all the tutorial. It's so boring. 
that's the that's thing. thing. To me, a mediocre game is there. Maybe this is just semantics, but I feel like there's a difference between forgettable and boring. A forgettable game could be fine. It could just be something to pass the time. It could be an opportunity to hang out with friends and just talk. It could be a phone call. You remember that game Dark Watch on the Xbox and PS2? I thought Dark Watch seemed cool. I thought people liked Dark Watch. It was. It was. I, think I, it was I thought people cool. thought. I think if Duke Nukem didn't have like to me behind yeah. it. And everything, if it wasn't called Duke Nukem, it was called, like, Tough Guy Shoots a Bunch, or, you know, whatever. Hold on, is that two words? Like, his first name, <laughs> Tough Guy, Tough guy name shoots, shoots a Bunch. His name, Rick, Tough Guy. <laughs> and his partner, John, shoots a bunch. <laughs> tough Guy and shoots a bunch. <laughs> They're um, cops. I think if that game didn't have any of the history and the scene behind it, it would have been completely forgettable. It would have been like, ah, this is a sub-quality... Uh, third-person shooter or first-person shooter that does a couple of things like everyone else does, and a couple of things bad. Like to me, was, yeah, hmm. have more poop touching than most games do. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you pick up the poop enough that he says, "Why am I doing this?" Which is fucking kind of funny. To me, too human is forgettable. No. Bomberman Act Zero is bad. No, Bomberman Act Zero is a Citizen Kane of video games. <laughs> I'm gonna, it's funny because people were arguing about that before, and and Warren Spencer know, said those an things. In-depth conversation about the quality of Duke Nukem Forever. So if you're gonna judge him for his Susan Kane joke being a month old, maybe you might want to <laughs> look in the mirror. I'm, uh, these are th- you know we society has had a chance to grieve over the death of their sixty dollars. Man, I, um, I find it really hard to feel sorry. But aliens, colonial marines, that shit is wolf. That is that is a for the dogs. That is a goddamn we don't give a fuck. Like fulfilling this contract in uh, you know to the barest most minimal standards is more important than delivering an experience in this franchise that people like. Like fuck that. I don't know how you could work for that company in good conscience uh, other than if you need I a don't job. Because there's extenuating circumstances and multiple teams and, like, nuanced contracts. I, they had that contract before uh, they worked on Borderlands and used it to fund Borderlands. Like, Yeah, I'm just, like... They, they did I'm some fucking so shit. to believe that anyone's just a fucker. Just being a total fucker and it's just like, let's make a shit game. Ah. Like, no, 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 I don't think they made a shit happens. game, but I think they had a shit game and rather than trying to do something, rather than taking the steps necessary to... To do something, or to do, to do the right thing and just cancel it, I and just know. accept is that how we'll, fucked we'll up the contract was. Yeah, like, like, do right by your consumers and say. Studio. I don't know if that's a if that's a option. Do you know what I mean? Like, could they financially have survived canceling like a game that they'd been their sort of big game coming for a pretty long time? I, I have no idea. We'll never know. Like yeah. behind closed, like the numbers yeah. that they ran. Like, I, I just feel like if you're asking that question, can you really turn the other way and say we care about our consumers? Can we care about our customers? Uh, can we care about the people who allowed us to make two pieces of shit well, and one game that most people like? And well, first of all, they didn't make Duke Nukem Forever. You can't say they that they made Duke Nukem The Forever. crazy thing is they worked on that game for two years. But the they worked on two is, years after of, the 13 years of development. In a way, in a weird way, they sort of did the public a favor. They did a really 
hardcore fans, like people who are in the industry and really into the industry, and were always like, "Oh, Duke Nukem Forever! I want, I have to play it at this point." You're saying they took that, they took that game out to the back and shot it by making a, by putting out and saying, "Like, see, is this what you wanted?" No, well, part that, but I'm saying mostly like, look, you guys want to play Duke Nukem Forever so fucking badly? Here you go. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Duke Nukem Forever. If if they were going to do that, I mean. From what I heard, that game was ready to ship. They thought that game was ready to ship when they were showing it at PAX East that first debut time. You know, a full year before it actually came out. Like, they put in a year's worth of work to shine up a turd. You know, if they really wanted to, like, say, we did it, we put it out, they would have put it out the second they... They would have made sure that their rickety-ass video game wasn't going to fall apart... Like, when you hit the start button. And they would put it out. But, you know, they tried to sell it. They 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 tried to put your dead dog and sell it for $60. And you could have said, this this is, seems like a dead dog. And they and Gearbox said, no, 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 it's, it's resting. I realized in retrospect I should have said Parrot and just, you know, brought the loop home. But I didn't. Jokes. Game Dev Story is still a really good game. Yeah, I, I, I like that game a whole bunch. I bought it on my iPod Touch way back in, like, right when it came out, and was fucking super into it, and then went and checked, like, download purchase history on my iPhone 5, and realized that all my iPod Touch games could be re-downloaded. Yeah. And so I downloaded it again, and I've been playing it again, and I'm, like, 16 years in. Uh, Hot Dog Studios is doing well. We've got, a, we've got about a billion dollars in the bank. Wait, really? Hot Dog Games. Yeah. Hot Dog Studios is a billion dollar studio? Oh, well, it's okay, 700,000. Um, I don't know. You get to the end game in that. Around. You rounded way up. This but, is the I kind mean, of shady every, business. Every game we bring in makes at least 250 mil for us, so I just gotta put out a couple more games. You can't round 7 to 10. Yeah, yes, and then yeah. you just pour it all into advertising. You just buy that moon writing. writing. Lunar writing. Yeah. Uh, so I want to run through a couple of my titles here. You guys, if you have any questions about the game, feel God, free to ask. Thank you. Yeah. Um, we've got Y'all Object, <laughs> um, Shrek 5. Wow. I love that. When, like, it's almost like Aliens, Colonial Marines in a way. You know, it's like we're going to fill in the gap yeah. in this narrative. Yeah. I mean, they decided to stop making Shrek what films. Happened? So. How did Fiona really die? Shrek 5 has the answer. <laughs> I mean, if we're just going to read. Game dev story tiles out. I'm just going to do that too. Good. Yeah. Do it. I invite it. What else you got? Uh, Rome versus Asia. Rome? Rome. Okay. <laughs> you realize uh, one of those is a city. Yeah. The other one is a continent. <laughs> <laughs> a little lopsided. I'm not going to tell you who won. Oh. Leave that for Rome versus Asia too. You'll have to find out this Rome holiday won. season. Uh, three Stonehenge emoticons. The, uh, <laughs> all right. How do you? I'm not gonna look. He showed me a screen. Matt, let's take bets. Is it is it three emoji of the Stonehenge rocks, or is the name called spelled out three Stonehenge emoticons? Did you really say emoji to yeah, mean? Yeah, is, emoji. is that the plural, or are you just using emoji and emoticon? No, I think no, like, like literal emoji. So there there are actual emojis. Wow. Yeah, he's, um, he's using emojis. Uh, my first big hit was EA SimCity. EA SimCity. <laughs> uh, Are those really different terms? You're blowing my mind here. Emoji well, and emoticon? emoticon is the general. Emoji is like a branded thing. 
Emoji are the. Like, oh, so an emoji could be an could be an emoticon of an ice cold Pepsi. Right. Emoji are emoticons, but not all emoticons are emojis. Like squares yeah. and rectangles. Like those Facebook things you send, like in chat, are not are emoticons, but are not emojis. Right. Okay. What other games you got? Uh, Cuties with a Z. Chuckle Quiz. Slow the fuck down. <laughs> Tell me about Chuckle Quiz. <laughs> Chuckle Quiz is a comedy trivia game for the Super Nintendo. Uh, sold you mean the Super Indrendo? Yeah. Wow, I haven't thought about a game that story in a while. That's a Jellyvision joint, right? Chuckle Quiz? <laughs> yep. Motocross, so with the, the C is an X. Alright, and it's motor, not moto? No, yeah, motor. Motor Xross. <laughs> uh, Yorger, Yorger. Right. Uh, Dance Justly. Drummer Boy, B O I. I thought you said we could ask questions. Yeah, I mean, you can stop me at any time. Alright. Uh, tell me about the core gameplay loop of Drummer Boy. <laughs> okay. And also your DLC plans. <laughs> so it's it's. How many times have you been sitting with friends at a party and been like, man, I wish we were all drumming to Christmas songs only? Usually about five minutes before we're playing rock band with our, TV, with our TV off. What's rock band? Um, I guess in this alternate universe there might not be a rock There's, band. What's that? that, is, that is, it's we like, made Dance Justly and Drummer Boy. If you want to ask this. It's Drummer Boy to the Z. Uh, that's the sequel. Oh, sorry. Tell me about the original Drummer Boy and how you expanded it for the sequel. Uh, we Our Key console, player. the Durger, is a first-party party console. Okay. Um, it, you know, it sold about 23 million units, and it's really, like, it puts you in the role of your favorite drummer as long as it's not anyone famous. You want to hear my uh, two-line review? Yeah. pum pum this game is dumb. So. We you want to hear my review of the game? Yeah, I would love to. Nick Cannon. Is that your review of my review? Yes. What else what you got, though? Uh, the last one I want to say is Fabio in space. Okay. No, interestingly, no questions about that. I feel like I have a really clear idea of what that game's like. Uh, Matt, ben, do you, do you employ a monkey? Uh, That's a long name for a game. No, I employ a bear and a wrestle man and a Saudi yeah. prince. Oh my, I think, I was looking forward to saying my shit, but I think all of my names are done. Uh, Warriors Live. Oh shit, well we, we don't want to hear any dumb titles for games, so don't... Yeah, please. all mine were very smart. Uh, uh, Gunborg. I mean, that's pretty direct. It's a gun cyborg. I thought it was like a gun burger. No, that's a Gumberg. Life is a dun dun here in Dunberg. Jokes. I think we need an ender to the podcast. Uh, Let's come for the joke. Who are you? Who are you? Orson Scott card. There we go. There's the ender. Okay, do it again. Who are you? Orkin Scott's cars. Orkin Scott's play. Hey, Nick, we need, we need an ender to our game podcast. Do you have anything for me? Yeah. This is a pretty shadow complex video game podcast. Infinity Blade. <laughs> this podcast is a real Phil Fish out of water. You piece of monstrous crap. <laughs> you pee pee. You're, you're a pee pee. Well, it's not my fault.
No? Whose fault is it? Idaho, Alaska. Maybe maybe this is just me, but did you guys ever think about what if the game You're in the Movies was about uh, Europe, like PP in the movie, PP movies? You're wrong. That's not just you. Just making sure. You know, maybe this is just me, but sometimes I thought the movies was about um, a movie management sim, but was actually just the world's worst uh, GIF maker. You know, I don't know if it's anyone other than me who's thought of it, but did you ever notice how um, Waluigi and Luigi have, like, five of the same seven letters? Damn. You know, Coincidence? Read the book. Waluigi versus watch, Luigi, watch closer than change. you think. <laughs> loose Mario coins is what it's called. Follow the coins? Mushroom Kingdom... The t- Mushroom the, Kingdom the Under mushroom, Fire? The Mushroom Houses couldn't have fallen that fast without an explosive planted in the base. The Mushroom Houses... <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? In Super Mario RPG, in the town where Princess Peach has her castle, uh-huh. all the houses have little mushroom tops. No, they don't. I'm wrong. Yeah, I think maybe wrong when you say that. Ben, did you see that video of the kids doing a parody of Gangster's Paradise, but they were talking about Yordles and League of Legends? What? How do you even think of that? What? Timo, more what? like Snoop Dogg. Coolio. Can you even what? Did I say Coolio? Did I say Timio instead of Coolio? Oh, I mean, it's 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 actually just using the B for. I tend to play. I tend to play Coolio top, which means I have a sweet bun on my head. It's like Coolio. <laughs> Stop smiling like that. That wasn't good. Was really yeah, good. don't don't be proud of that. That's the biggest smile I've seen on him all day. It's not. It's not even it's like a bad of joke. Leggings. League of leggings. Don't skip League of Leggings Day. I would if I got that joke in a capsule machine. I would get another capsule, or I would walk away. One of the two. If I got that joke in a capsule machine, I'd be like, "Wait a minute, these aren't uh, used women's underwear." If I got that joke in a capsule machine, I would say, what am I doing here? I was in my bedroom in my underwear. Now I'm in Japan. It's my favorite Drake song. Started in my undies, now Japan. Started in my undies, now the whole team's in Japan. Neither of you guys fucking... No, I get it. It's, no. Yes, started from the bottom, now we're here. Yeah, no, started it's from not... Started from my underpants, and now I'm here in Japan. Started in my bottoms, now we're here. Wait, is this in a... my bottoms? That's what you call underwear. Nobody has ever called underwear. I call you my bottoms. Wait a minute, back back up. I think I, I think is there a is there a dragon who writes music? <laughs> <laughs>